Welcome to today's Brief Intelligence Session. The topic for today. Is experts fear World War III as super artificial intelligence weapons are set to enter warfare by the end of the decade? The artificial intelligence revolution is here and it's changing the world as we know it, specifically the world of war. It recently emerged that the state of Israel's defense forces, the IDF, are actively using an artificial intelligence system named Hapsora to identify targets in their conflict with Hamas in Gaza. Commenting on the situation in Gaza and the broader realm of warfare, political sociologist Bianca Bajarini warned that military forces already employ remote and autonomous systems as force multipliers to amplify the effectiveness of their troops and safeguard their soldiers. Artificial intelligence systems, she added, have the potential to enhance soldiers' efficiency and accelerate the pace and lethality of war. Although human presence on the battlefield will diminish as artificial intelligence's shadow grows, she fears that the technology will contribute to the dehumanization of adversaries and further disconnect wars from the societies on whose behalf they are fought. Artificial intelligence warfare or AI warfare of tomorrow could look more like a hyper-realistic computer game. Now you understand why there's been such a long campaign of psychological conditioning via PlayStation and Xbox, etc., 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 games. Call of Duty is being used to train soldiers in the real world. The military is deploying some of these programs and software programs to actually train soldiers. We can even see glimpses and examples of this in the movie, The Manchurian Candidate with Denzel Washington, a mind controlled victim, a mind controlled slave. All this is tangentially connected to MK Ultra, MK Naomi, and other mind control operations. But there is a great dehumanization taking place. There is a great decoupling taking place. There is an anti-human paradigm shift taking place. The artificial intelligence warfare of tomorrow could look more like a hyper-realistic computer game. However, unlike a computer game, real people will lose their lives. AI's influence, according to Badgerini, already permeates virtually every aspect of warfare, from providing support in intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance operations, to the development of lethal autonomous weapons systems, 
capable of independently selecting and engaging targets without any human intervention whatsoever. Joseph Dana, another political expert well-versed in AI, agrees with Badgerini. Artificial intelligence systems, he says, already decide who lives and who dies. So this goes along with what I was saying when I said that in the near future, we will be living in a society that is governed by an artificial intelligence program that is very similar to Skynet. Yes, the Skynet that was presented to us through the Terminator movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's important to remember that we are still in the age of weak AI, weak artificial intelligence, otherwise known as narrow AI. Strong AI or artificial general intelligence, AGI, is not here yet, but it's on its way, according to a number of renowned experts. In fact, it could be here by the end of the decade. Weak artificial intelligence refers to systems designed for very specific tasks. Strong artificial intelligence, on the other hand, can complete a variety of tasks, many times faster than the vast majority of humans. Michael Raska, an expert in the area of AI-driven warfare, told the Delhi Express London that the ways in which artificial intelligence is shaping combat are numerous. Different militaries are responding differently to the same technological breakthroughs, such as the convergence between artificial intelligence systems, cyber and robotics, he noted. Hence, there are now multiple artificial intelligence trajectories taking shape. The trajectories, according to Raska, depend on the conceptual vision, organizational agility, and technological innovation levels of different nations. Not all militaries have the same AI vision, resources, and ability to scale up from artificial intelligence experimentation. So the impact on warfare varies, he added. So now we're talking about incorporating artificial intelligence into warfare. I remember in 2016, in Deutschland, in Germany, in one of my classes, I had already laid out the blueprint concerning the United Arab Emirates rolling out the usage of a robotic police force by the year 2024. That's next year, but we discussed it back in 2016. At least in my class, we discussed it Back in 2016, I presented a couple of white papers and pulled from a couple of academic resources that had made reference to the deployment of robotics in regular society, just like we were also talking about pre-crime technology being rolled out in San Francisco. technologies similar to what we find in the movie Minority Report with Tom Cruise. People think that these things are jokes. They're not. They're psychological preconditioning. 
They are psychological preconditioning and somewhat predictive programming. But more so psychological preparation for what is to come. Anyway, the topic for today was experts fear World War III as super AI weapons are set to enter warfare by the end of the decade. Well, World War III has already begun. We'll have to talk about in the very near future the convergence of not only artificial intelligence and AGI, artificial general intelligence, but we'll also have to talk about the incorporation of D-Wave and quantum computing, allowing us to receive and send information and data in between dimensions. We'll have to talk about that. Also allowing us to communicate with entities, other worldly entities, entities that dwell outside of the periphery of your vision. Entities that dwell in a dimension higher than the one that you vibrate in. Physicists have now caught up to the fact that we do in fact live and subsist in the midst of 10 different dimensions. The 10 different dimensions was mentioned by one researcher who studied the Torah day in and day out, Nachmanides or Nachmanides. He made reference to the fact that the Torah, the Torah of the Bible reveals that we live and move and vibrate within 10 dimensions. Many of the miracles that were done in the Gospels in the New Testament signified the fact that Yeshua was able to master and transcend beyond all ten dimensions and move seamlessly through all ten dimensions. Now we have David Deutschen Jordy Rose and all these other experts in the field of quantum computing making it clear that we are communicating with what the secular, with what the uninitiated call alien gods. But they're not alien and they're not gods. They are fallen watchers. And hybridized entities, half angelic, half human, which equals, if we're talking about spiritual equations, half angelic, half human is what computes to be a demon. Once that entity is ejected from the physical shell, the physical body, it moves and navigates throughout the earth as a roaming spirit. 
a disembodied spirit, what the Greeks called a demon. As we get into pneumatology a little bit, as we enter into a pneumatological discussion, yes, through, via technology, there are individuals now communicating using certain frequencies to communicate with extraterrestrial entities, meaning entities outside of the earth realm, outside of the earth sphere. Are they aliens? I just told you they're not. They are angelic host and earthly demonic hosts, demonic entities. We won't go there today, but among all the alchemists and occultists and the researchers of theosophy, we know that there are, there is a whole entire system of entities that we live with on earth. Many in the ancient times called them earth spirits or gnomes. Some called them water spirits or undines. Some called them fire spirits or volcani. And then some called them the spirits of the wind or the sylphs. These are what are classified to be elementals. We live among the elementals. Even the Apostle Paul in the book of Galatians talks about those who are not led by the spirit being subjected to and even enslaved to elemental spirits. Stoicheia is the word he uses in Greek, in Hellenike, people who are enslaved to the elements. But we'll talk about that some other time. On this Christmas Eve, as the world blindly walks into the next phase of dystopia, because every year around this time, there are changes and alterations made to policies and laws, and they're swept through and introduced overnight. The citizens of the United States of America on the 1st of January wake up with new laws and policies that they had no part in making and most of them were not even informed about these laws and policies being created and generated. They just wake up in a new form of slavery. Every single year. the populace becomes more and more enslaved. 
Till next time, Shalom Aleikum.